Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning, and it was trailer week this week, because we had so many movie trailers coming out that I really, really want to talk about. So, today, I'm going to be catching up with everything I missed earlier this week, because I was very busy by talking about three different movie trailers that came out that I really do want to talk about. I'm not going to be breaking them down or anything, just giving you guys my thoughts, and what stuck out to me about each of them, and why I'm really excited for pretty much all three of them, even though my, even though I have may have some negative opinions on some of the things in these trailers. So today I'm going to be talking about the trailer for the Russo Brothers' upcoming film, The Gray Man, which is going to be releasing on Netflix on July 22nd. Obviously talking about the new Thor Love and Thunder trailer, the f- first full trailer, and our first look at Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. So... I hope you guys are looking forward to all three of these movies, and I hope you guys are ready to hear my thoughts on these three trailers that we just got. And first of all, I'm going to be talking about The Gray Man. So The Gray Man, if you didn't know, is a film that's based off a book series. It's written to be adapted into a film by the writers of Avengers Endgame and all of the Russo's MCU films, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. And it's being directed by both the Russo brothers who directed Winter Soldier, Civil War, Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. And also it stars Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling, and Ana de Armas. So it's, tacked, it's stacked behind the scenes. It is absolutely stacked in front, of the, in, front, in front of the cameras. So I was extremely excited for this movie based off its concept of being this spy thriller and being kind of a cliche plot, but with an interesting spin on it with the cast and the director and with Chris Evans playing a villain and going back to these more douchebaggy roles I've really enjoyed him in them since he's played you know Captain America I really like that he's finding finding everything to be as far away from Captain America as he possibly can and I think the best thing about this trailer was seeing Chris Evans as the villain I believe his name is Lloyd Hansen and first he liked to say in the trailer that it's very much Lloyd Hansen and I thought some of his lines in this trailer were really funny and it seems like he's going to be and a scene-chewing villain, and Ryan Gosling's character of Sierra Six, I believe his name, is going to be the more quiet kind of lead hero, which we do a lot nowadays. But I have to admit that when it comes to this trailer, it left me pretty cold overall. Now, I don't really know what it was, but it felt like it leaned so hard into the usual tropes and cliches and, like, one-liners for, from this genre that I just didn't really stand out among the pack. And it kind of just felt, this trailer kind of felt overall just like the next Netflix fill-in-the-gap action movie, which is, which is everything I hoped this movie would avoid feeling like. I was hoping this movie would be able to transcend just being your usual Netflix movie. But from this trailer, it kind of seemed like a bland Netflix, potentially enjoyable one-time watch. And I was hoping for a bit more personally I think it was maybe the music choice that didn't quite get me, or maybe it just was leaning in on the overly ambitious and explosive spectacle that I don't think they needed to show off too much in these trailers to convince me. I wish they leaned more into the actual characters because I don't think we really got that in this trailer. And overall, although I am very excited for this movie, and it is easily my most anticipated streaming movie of the entire year, I do have to admit that this trailer didn't fully do it for me. And this is definitely the weakest out of the... This is definitely the trailer about these three that I'm definitely going to be raving about the least. So I wasn't the biggest fan of the trailer, but I am so excited for the movie. And I hope that I put, put that movie on your radar, because I do think it will be a good time, at least for the one-time watch, if you didn't know it was coming out. Now let's talk about 
the next trailer we just got for Thor Love and Thunder. So when it comes to Thor Love and Thunder, I am obviously hyped for this movie. I love the MCU. I love this character. I love Thor Ragnarok. I love everything Taika Waititi did with the or most things that Taika Waititi did with the last film. Obviously with him returning, I was excited. Chris Hemsworth and all the cast pretty much coming back. And as soon as they announced Christian Bale was going to be the villain, all my excitement for this movie just got turned up to 11 because Christian Bale is probably my favorite working actor. And getting to see him firstly back in the comic book movie genre, but also in an MCU movie playing a villain, I just had so much high hopes. And being the character of Gore the God Butcher to me just had such, just there's so much you can do with him that's so interesting and unique inside of the MCU. But I've just been so excited based off the concept of that alone. Now, a few of the plot elements here and there have kind of worried about me about this movie. When it came to the last trailer, it definitely was more of a tease. And I did have definitely softened on it over time. And I've actually enjoyed watching it again every now and then. But when it comes to the second trailer, I have to admit, I kind of loved the second trailer for Thor Love and Thunder. Firstly, obviously, the music choice is fantastic. But I like that we get to see more of the character interactions. I like that we get to see more of Jane Foster and Thor, or Mighty Thor and Thor. I like that we get to see more of Valkyrie. I like that we get to see some of Korg. I love seeing all the character interaction moments, especially, but obviously, well, before we get there, there are some very funny moments in this trailer, especially the little post-title stinger. That was a very funny sequence. This is one of the only trailers in recent memory that have actually made me laugh out loud and I think that's impressive and I'm assuming this movie is going to be very funny and the trailers of alone have actually kind of convinced me that Natalie Portman will actually be really good as Mighty Thor and the decision to make her Thor was actually the right decision now when it comes to nitpicks with this trailer the only one I have is like one shot and if only one shot is a problem which is the shot that everyone's been making fun of where you would see this very oversized mask for Thor that just completely did not work for me that's the only shot I didn't like. But everything else about this trailer, I really loved. I love the voiceover from Korg. I like that we're seeing Thor go on this journey of discovery. But obviously, what all everyone wants to talk about right now, and the absolute showstopper of this trailer, and of this entire week, was seeing Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. Because let me tell you, firstly, you're always going to have your comic book fans, such as myself, usually, complain about him not getting a comic accurate look. But I'm here to say that the look they gave him is way more inten- intimidating and way cooler than anything they could have done. Because the problem with the comic look is that it's great in the comics, but mo- proving it to the film, you would have to have a lot of CGI element and enhance the white of his, his entire body, but also you have to put those horns. And I feel like because of that, they might overshadow Christian Bale's performance, which was my biggest worry before the trailer was that the CGI used on Gore would, would kind of just completely disguise Christian Bale. Thank God that is not the case at all. He's recognizable from his voice. You can see him under there without being distracted that it is Christian Bale. He looks amazing. He sounds absolutely intimidating and just awesome. And I just love every time he was on tweet. He just completely changed the tone of this trailer. And I love the teases we got at the end of this of these black and white sequences that I'm assuming are going to be the third act. Kind of like he's draining the life out of this area. And he's slowly draining the life out of the out of our favorite characters. And I'm so excited to see him in this movie. And he's by far 
my my the thing I'm the most excited for to see in this film. And this trailer absolutely reaffirmed that. But overall, this was a fantastic trailer. I was really happy with the second trailer. I like that they didn't even show too much. Like I still can't really piece together the plot, which is something the MCU has been doing a lot lately with these trailers that I really appreciate. And I just want to go in there. Hopefully it means it actually does have more of a plot, though, because when it came to Doctor Strange, it seemed like we couldn't figure out the plot because it was very thin and there almost wasn't really a plot for half the time. But when it comes to this movie, I hope that that's not the case. And I do hope we're in for our next fantastic MCU film with Thor Love and Thunder. I cannot wait to see Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. Next, let's talk about the trailer for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. So let me just say... I absolutely love this franchise. The Mission Impossible franchise is probably my favorite action franchise of all time. And not just that, I think Mission Impossible Fallout is probably my favorite action movie ever. So obviously, I had very high expectations for this film. Christopher McQuarrie and the whole team is returning with Haley Atwell added to the cast. Returning characters from the first film and Palm Clemente being also being added to the cast. There's a lot of extra elements this movie has and obviously Tom Cruise is going to do some crazy stuff and I can't wait to see what he's going to do. I have been so excited for this film. Let me just tell you this trailer probably made this my most anticipated movie of next year and yes I did double check every movie that was coming out next year to confirm that that statement is absolutely true. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 looks absolutely incredible. This trailer leaked online a day or so before it actually released, and I was actually one of the lucky people who actually got to see it when it you know, leaked online. And immediately, I just kept replaying the trailer because it just it created this energy through the music, which I've heard some criticism for, lack of sound effects, and just from the dialogue and the villain monologuing that just I love to feel when I'm in this world. The stunts look insane. It seems like Tom Cruise is doing everything to close out this franchise right with this part one and part two and man what a teaser trailer this was because there's so many amazing looking sequences whether it's just a fight scene between you know a fight scene on this like harbor and they're using swords which is very different from this franchise or just this kind of throwback sequence on a, on, a, on a train to the first film or even just Ethan Hunt using doing doing a bit of a magic trick that we haven't seen him or a card trick which we haven't seen him do since the first film but obviously we finally get to see the public finally get to see look at that stunt that people have been going on and on about seeing which is Tom Cruise driving his motorcycle off a cliff and then just falling down and then just parachuting before he lands and look and it looks absolutely incredible I love that the final shot is only in one take to just show the perspective of how much he's jumping into. And it looks absolutely thrilling. And a few other things I noticed, because I like that we get to see the whole cast. We get to see Rebecca Ferguson's Il- Ilsa Faust with an eye patch. So I'm curious to see whether the sword fight that we see her get in, because I believe that's her, has anything to do with that. There seems to be a, a sequence in the desert, which is new for this franchise. So I hope that they make use of that. Comes almost reminds me of Dude in a weird way which Rebecca Ferguson was, of course, in. And, yeah, I don't know. This is a trailer for kind of an action spy thriller, so I don't really know how much you can really break down. But this trailer looked incredible and was thrilling to watch. And obviously with Top Gun Maverick coming out this week, I am really hoping they play this trailer up on the big screen when I watch it. And I'm going to see an IMAX, and I really hope 
I get to just immerse myself in this world. And I cannot wait to see it on the big screen because there's so many incredible shots in this trailer. And I like that we're getting a car chase, but it's in one of these very classic looking buggies, just a different thing for this franchise. And it seems like they're differentiating this film enough while still making it feel like Mission Impossible that I'm so excited. And I cannot wait to see the ties they put to the first film to kind of have, find a good book ending for this franchise. So I absolutely love this trailer, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. And this is one of my most anticipated films in the next few years. And I hope you guys love the trailer as much as me. And with that said, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. And I'll see you guys later this week for my reviews of Obi-Wan, Stranger Things, and Top Gun Mavericks. So I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.